Welcome to the Arena Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy the message. We all have different passions and that's great. But there's one thing as Christians we should all be passionate about and that's Jesus. The church has the most passionate message of hope in the whole world and as such should contain the most fired up and passionate people. Are we passionate people? Are we known in our worlds and in our circles as a passionate person? Do we stand out from others in a good way? Passionate Christ followers are infectious, full of life, energy and fun. That is what I would want to be known for. How good would it be if you heard someone talking about you and they says, oh, have you met Helen? She is so infectious and full of life and energy. I would love people to say that about me. But the enemy wants to rob the people of God of their passion and make them insipid, mediocre and colourless. Now that is not something that I would want to be known for. But we've all met that person, haven't we, who can kind of drain the life out of you because nothing ever's good, the life's rubbish, everything's rubbish. <laughs> and, um, and the enemy wants to rob us of our passion, but it's important that we are passionate people. Um, I want to be infectious and full of life rather than moaning and miserable. Romans 12 verse 9 to 12 says, Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in love. Honour one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal. Now zeal is another word for passion. It means have great energy or enthusiasm. But keep your spiritual fervour, serving the Lord be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, and faithful in prayer. This verse tells us the importance of having passion. It tells us to have zeal, but not only that, the words it uses are passionate words. Love, hate what is evil, cling to, be devoted to, honour one another. They're all passionate words. The Bible tells us it's important that we're passionate. And today I'm going to look at three areas where we need to have passion. In life, for the church and for Jesus. So a passion for life. Ecclesiastes 8 verse 15 says, So I commend the enjoyment of life because there is nothing better for a person under the sun than to eat and drink and be glad. Then joy will accompany them in their toil all the days of the life God has given them under the sun. It's important that we have a passion for life. Life is a gift from God. Jeremiah 29 verse 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Now you may have heard this verse before because it's quite a common verse that's used, but often I think when we hear it, we can think it's for somebody else. God's got a plan for somebody else's life, not my life. But I want to tell you this morning that God has a plan for every single one of you here. You were born on a purpose and for a purpose. God has ordained every single day of your life. It's not a mistake that you're here. It's not an accident. You are here for a purpose. And I think when we realise that we're born for a purpose, that's when we get passionate about life. And the dreams that God has given you can't be achieved without passion. But it can be so easy to take your life for granted. We all know people who have passed away early and not been able to live a full life, but yet we can forget how precious life is. 
when my mum was in the final days of her life, she'd been in um, a hospital for a few months at that point and it was coming to the last few days and I always have this really vivid memory of her. Someone had come to visit her and they were chatting to her and she said, I just wish I could go outside and smell the grass and the flowers and see the birds in the sky. When was the last time we just wondered at God's creation? We take it for granted, don't we, because it's there every day. But for my mum, when she knew it was the final few days, she saw the wonder of God, what he created, and that's what she wanted to see. It's important that we don't take life for granted. I have three children, and I feel like since having children, I can physically see life pass me by because they just change so often. Every single day, they change. And it's like you can physically see the days going by. Um, And I'm determined that I will take every single day as important and use it as I I can because I don't want to take it for granted. When we take life for granted, it robs us of our passion. The second thing is we should have passion for the church. In John 2, it tells a story of how people were doing things in the church that they shouldn't have been doing. People were being exploited. They turned the church into a marketplace. So Jesus flips all the tables and tells them to get out. It then goes on to say, Then the disciples remembered this prophecy from the scriptures. Passion for God's house will consume me. Jesus loves the church. In Ephesians 5 verse 25 it says Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. Jesus was and is passionate about the church and we should be too. I love the church. I love what it stands for, especially this church. I love that it's a place where we can come and worship Jesus. I love that it's a community. You know, if I'm going through something in my life, I know there's people at church who are going to pray for me and who are going to support me. I love that it's a place that serves not just people in it, but the people around it in the community. Church is an amazing place. When I was younger, I grew up going to a Methodist church and it was very religious. It had certain things that it did and and I wasn't passionate about that church, but I didn't see any passion in the church. But if Jesus is passionate about the church, we should be passionate about the church. So how do we get more passionate about the church? I think there's two things. The first thing is we need to be consistent. Now you may think, oh, doing the same thing over and over again, surely that's going to make me lose my passion. But that's not what happens. The more you do something, the more you have passion for it. My son um, plays three different sports. He plays golf, football and tennis. Now in the winter, it is football season. So he's playing games on a Saturday, training twice a week. He's playing football a lot. So if you ask him in winter what his favourite sport is, he'll say football. Now in summer, football quietens down a bit. He only has a few games, but it's golf season. So he's playing golf in competitions at the weekend, playing a lot in the week. So if you ask him in the summer what his favourite sport is, he'll say golf. He doesn't like tennis as much. So for the two weeks that Wimbledon's on, he'll probably say tennis. But the more he's doing something, the more he's passionate about it. And that's the key to this. When we're at church every week, when we're on a serving team, when we're going to small group, that is when we will start getting passionate about church. I don't think you feel like you truly belong somewhere until you're in it and you take ownership of it. Not being consistent will rob you of your passion. And the second thing is to use the gifts that God has given you. Romans 12 verse 4 to 8 
says, For just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ we, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given to us. If your gift's prophesying, then prophesy with faith. It is, if it is serving, then serve. It, if it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then encourage. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it's to show mercy, do it cheerfully. God has given us all a gift and it's important that we use our gift. And I'm not going to talk too much about this because I know serving has its whole whole behavior to itself but I just want to say two things about this um we make church happen so you may come and think we've got everything sorted because you know there's always worship there's always someone speaking there's always someone on the door but often there's people trying to do all kinds of different things just to make church happen we we need people serving making church happen but secondly serving is more about you than it is for us You see, when you get on a serving team and using your gift, that is when you have passion. Um, We have a guy at our church called Liam at at the Mansfield campus, and he started doing something called out-of-service point um, at Mansfield. And what that is basically is looking after everything outside of the service, so like the welcomers and the after-service stuff. And when you see him, he is so full of joy and passion because he is doing the gift, using the gift God's given him in church to serve others. And he's got so much passion. And that's what happens when we use the gift God's given us. We have passion and joy. So if you feel like you're losing your passion for church, are you being consistent and are you using your gifts? And thirdly, and most importantly, have a passion for Jesus. Jesus was so passionate about us. John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son. Jesus died a horrible and painful death because he was passionate about us. And I think most of the time when we lose our passion, it's because we forget who Jesus is and what he's done for us. We forget about the time when we first accepted him into our lives, how it changed us, how passionate we were about him then. We forget about all the prayers he's answered, the victories, the promises he's given us. We forget who Jesus is. To get our passion back, we need to go to the back, back to the time when we accepted him into our lives. Go back to the time where he answered our prayers. Go back to the time when he came through for us. Go back to the time when he promised us something. We need to remember who Jesus is and what he's done for us. Sometimes, you know, we lose our passion because we just go through the motions, doing what we think we should do, but forgetting the reason why. Have you ever jumped in the car to go somewhere or walked somewhere that you go a lot and get there and think, I can't remember how I got here. I can't remember the journey. But it's because we go into autopilot because we've been there so often. And we can do this in life. We can go on autopilot. I'm coming to church every week, I'm serving, I'm reading the Bible, but I've lost my passion for Jesus because we've forgotten why we're doing what we're doing. Uh, My son Judah, uh, he's eight years old, he gets a reading book at school and what happens is he has to read the book and then the teacher asks him questions about the book. If he gets more than 60%, he gets a new book. If he gets less, he has to read it again. What she's doing is she's making sure that he's actually taking it in and not just reading the words because we can all do that, can't we? Just read the words and just not take anything in. But we can't read the Bible like that. 
It's more, it's more better to read a short verse and let God speak to you through it than try and read a whole book of the Bible and have not taken anything in. I've done it before. There's something called a, the Bible in a year where it basically it gives, tells you a day and you have to read certain verses and by the end of the year you've read it all. But I've just done it as a mission to complete it. I've not taken hardly anything of it in because it was just a thing to finish. But it's more important that we read and let God talk through us because the Bible is there for God to talk through us with it. So we can't, do, we can't just read it without letting God talk to us through it. Don't just go through the motions. Remind yourself who Jesus is and what he's done for you. Remind yourself why you do what you do and then you, you will start to see your passion come back. I heard this other preacher use this illustration and I thought it was really good. It was an equation and it said perspective plus purpose equals passion. Now perspective is how you look at a situation. See what your situation is doesn't matter as much as how you see it. So you could be in a good situation but have the wrong perspective and you will never be grateful. Or you could be in a good relationship but have the wrong perspective and things will never get better. Or you can flip that and you can be in an okay situation but have the right perspective and everything can turn around. Or be in an okay relationship but look at them in a different way and it changes everything. And plus that with purpose. Purpose is why you do what you do. You will never truly live until you know why you're here, what your purpose is. So when we know what our purpose is, and we see situ- we um, have a good perspective, we um, see situations well, that's when we're going to get passion. Purpose plus perspective. Sometimes you'll go through something and you'll feel like it's really hard and you want to give up. Life's too hard, my marriage is too hard, my job's too hard. The only thing that's going to stop you from giving up is having a passion for Jesus. We need to make our confession louder than our circumstance you know when I'm going through a hard time things aren't coming together I will declare this song that we sing at church sometimes it says even when I can't see it you're working even when I can't feel it you're working you never stop you never stop working and what I'm doing is I'm making my confession confession louder than my circumstance We should all be intentional about living passionately and enthusiastically in every aspect of our lives. Let's live with a passion for life, for the church and for Jesus. I'm just going to finish by reading the um, bit that it says in our behaviours booklet about passion at Arena. It says, at Arena, we are especially passionate about worship, lost people, serving people and excellence. We are passionate about worshipping God with everything we have helping lost people find Jesus, serving and loving people in any way we can and doing our best with what we have. We look to go and grow and love and serve the world.